What's up, Recovery Warriors? Have you seen our Patreon site yet? If not, you need to go check it out. As you know, here on the podcast, you get this content for free. But over on Patreon, it gives us the opportunity to give you more interaction with us so that we can help you more in depth. So while you're listening right now, go over, hop on Patreon. It's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. And type in the betrayed, the addicted, and the expert, and you'll find us there. Or you can click on the show notes um, to the link over to Patreon. There's next level tools and resources there. So we hope to see you over there. Now let's get on with the show. We are so glad that you're here because you're choosing to thrive after betrayal, trauma, or addiction. Hi, I'm Ashlyn, the once betrayed. I'm Kobe, the once addicted. And I'm Brandon, the expert. Now, why am I an expert? Because I've treated betrayal, trauma, and addiction for over a decade. Welcome back. I am going to read us a review of one of you loyal listeners over on iTunes. It says, as a young person who grew up with parents who had a broken and abusive marriage, this podcast helps me understand what was happening. I shared it with my mom last year, and it is helping her as well. It has encouraged me and helped me to know what to look for and expect in a relationship, as well as how to be sensitive and uplifting to my significant other. I love that. Yeah, that's great. Thanks for listening. Yeah, and keep leaving reviews. It, it's awesome. It motivates me. Yeah. It's great. And it's it's an easy way to say thank you yeah, for us. That's giving true. Giving you guys this each week. Yeah. Okay, guys, we're going to start. Um, and the the title of this is You're Not You're Not Loving, loving me, me Right. Right. So this is a, this is spawned for me. This is this is my thought because I'm going to give you a page out of therapy from this week that I had um, with Amy Andrus, our beloved and favorite uh, therapist, our therapist. So I had a session with her, and once again, Kobe had um, this thought of like Ashlyn's not loving me um, right, and I'm going to go for the eject button. And, and if you guys have been listening for for a minute, you'll know that we dealt with this, like, what is it that we had the episode called we're getting divorced. Yeah. It's okay. a cycle for us. Like, well, let's just be honest. It's a cycle for me. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> yes. So the idea with this is, is that, um, I now understand what that whole eject button issue was for me. And it had everything to do with me being blind. And I'll, and I'll say more about what that is. I'll circle back to that. But, um, I am, as far as the love languages are concerned, I am physical touch and words of affirmation. And those are super important for me. I grew up in a home where that was like the primary love language, at least for my mom. And that's just how it was, right? Um, we said, I love you and all those kinds of things. So when Ashley and I got married, Ashley came from a home where acts of service was a huge love language, right? Gifts. Mm-hmm. And, um, and uh, gifts. And, but, but words of affirmation and physical touch, not, not so much. Mm-hmm. Not so much. So... Um, the, the the conflict for me came in, in trying to say, Ashley, I need you to love me in this specific way because I because what I realized is that I wanted to have um, reassurance through touch and through words. I wanted to have, um, I've got you, like the message of like, I got you, the message of like, I'm, I'm here with you and I'm by your side. And I wanted those specifically through words and touch and here's what's super, super interesting. I didn't see that you were giving me those messages all along, just in different ways. And that, my, my, 
my inability to see what you were actually doing and how you were giving me all those things. And you were even giving me some of those things in, um, in physical touch and words of affirmation. Okay. I want to be really clear. Ashlyn was never like, she never refused to do this. It was just, I was so it wasn't deeply codependent. Yep. Uh, I was so deeply codependent and Brandon, you'll, you'll speak to this, right? That, um, I didn't know who I was and I, I, I didn't understand. And this is a recent, this is a new layer after, like we're, we're firmly in recovery and we're still focused on recovery, but this is another byproduct of doing your own work is realizing that there's layers and this is one that I've had. So Amy was like, okay, here's Kobe. Do you feel like that Ashlyn's delivering these messages? And I was like, well, yeah, she is. She's like, okay, well, you need to see it. So the task for you now is to, um, is to journal the ways that you see Ashlyn love you each day and i was like okay but the, the night that i came home i shared this with ashlyn ashlyn's like duh kobe hello <laughs> all along this has been happening and um what i actually did instead of writing them is i decided that i would share with ashlyn every day how i observed her loving me and it's actually been super super helpful for me because i'm developing eyes to see that you do love me and that you do provide all the reassurance the loyalty, the I'm here for you, I'm by your side, I'm not going anywhere. Which, to, All to the, the listener that's like, uh, Kobe, how did you not see that? She's still here, right. <laughs> you know? Right. It sounds kind of crazy. It does sound crazy. And and it doesn't just sound crazy, it actually is crazy, <laughs> okay? Well, I think we get caught a little bit in, in this world of absolutes. And I, I love that book, the five love languages. Yeah. And, and I think it, it served a really important purpose, which was for, for us to self-reflect and, and look at how, how do I feel love? How do I feel validation and connection and feel understood as a human being? Um, but when you, when you take it to the absolute where it's like, there's only these five love languages and you better do this and this to show that you love me, you know, like, maybe there's a lot of other different ways that love is given. And if you opened up your eyes, you could see how that other person is trying desperately to connect to you and love you and, and, and figure out how to connect to you. And so I, I, think, I think it is problematic when we get so absolute with our thinking. Um, you know, we were talking about the color codes earlier. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was in an organization where they had us all take these color code tests and it was like, okay, now that, that person's blue, that person's red, that person can't work with that person because they're both red and blah, blah, blah. No. blah. And it's like, stop it. Like, oh, I'm, maybe I'm orange. Maybe I'm like magenta. Who knows? Totally. You, I you hated when, they're, when people would say, but you can't be those two personalities. And I'm like, but I am. But I, yeah. <laughs> and so coming back to your topic, what you're talking about, Kobe, you know, Ashton is loving you. And if you could see not just the, I mean, I've heard you talk about the two ways, that, the two love languages that you have. Yeah. And when you drill into your head that that's the way that you feel love over and over and over again, and you put it up against your partner, mm -hmm. you put it up against Ashlyn, and it's not those things, then you interpret that as what? She doesn't love me. Right. So it's the Which, all or nothing perfection or failure thing that has that plagued me about with with addiction in lots of areas. But it's interesting because you know as he's telling me all these things, I listen to him for a half hour, explain how he's feeling, and I'm trying to okay, I'm going to listen and be curious. And then um, I shared you know how I felt right about it, 
And I was curious with it for days. Like, where do I show up? And where, what's my role in this? And where, where's he at in this? And I realized he doesn't show up for me in my love language. <laughs> right. like, but I know he loves me. And it was just that different idea of looking at love. Right. I mean, it's like, I love... I love spontaneity and I love surprises and and Jenny, my wife, like she hates that. She's not into that at all, like zero. And so it's a little bit, I mean, love languages, it's a little selfish on my part to say you better love me in this way in order for me to feel loved. Um, you better be this way so that I feel loved because there's all kinds of other ways that Jenny loves me and shows me love. Um, but if I'm sitting back and just saying, but you didn't do that one thing, that means that you're, you're not connecting to me, that you don't know my heart. But if I can see that she did something that like, like she bought me a gift or something that, that she thinks is going to mean a lot to me. And I'm kind of like, it doesn't mean that much, but I can see that you tried to love me. That's love, right? Totally is. And there's something that's super, super important about this to, to, well, this might be obvious for all of you who are listening, but it's just kind of a revelation for me too. Groundbreaking right? for I know, Kobe right, right now. It's, uh, I love it's it. the fact that when, when I am focused on me, when I'm in my own shame of not feeling enough or not feeling enough love, then all I'm focused on is me, and that means I'm blind to reality. And the, the reality is is that you've always given me the things that I've needed. And it was, when, when I'm focused on me, I don't see you, and I don't see what you are doing. Can, can I bring, I want to bring sex into the mix here with this, because I, I hear it with sex all the time. Okay. Which sex is, equals love? Sex equals love. Sex equals validation. Sex equals, especially with sex addiction, um, a sex addict has felt some sense of power or validation or worth through being sexual. And... So they want their their wife to give them sex so that they feel loved and connected to. Um, but what you just said comes into play, Kobe, which is when you get outside of yourself, um, if, if you're saying you better have sex with me to love me, that's not love at all. When you get outside of yourself and realize, gosh, my wife, has she's so tired. I mean, she, she just had a, a really busy, hard day and she's probably not in the mood at all, right? Yeah. So I can feel love from her by looking at this sacrifice that she made working her butt off all day long for Super. our family and not force her to have sex with me so that I feel loved. Yeah. Do you see that? Because force, forcing connection, for, whether it's sexual, whether, whether it's emotional or spiritual, it's not going to create intimacy. But when you when you when you step back and and you are selfless, but you're wanting to connect with each other, that's where that intimacy intimacy starts to to develop. Yeah. So the, it's interesting. I'm trying to remember. I don't remember which girl it was in one of my groups who said this. She her love language is uh, physical touch, and uh-huh. so she said most of the women in my groups, that's not their first love language, right? It's their last. Right. And so she was trying to explain from the other point of view, like, hey, I want you to also realize this is your partner also showing love. So it doesn't always mean 
I think sex equals love. It's also like That's you had point. a hard day and I want to love you in the way that I know how best. Right. And sometimes that doesn't equal and it comes off as like well, this is uh, selfish and but that's where and that's where the trust starts to break yeah. down and the, like it's like let me come rub your shoulders because you've had a hard day or even like massage your head yeah but then you better start taking your clothes yeah. off because yeah. that's what I ultimately want rather than just like let me just come rub your shoulders because you had a hard day yeah right yeah it was really nice for me to see like I just need that. I want to show that I love you and I'm here for you. And, and this is how, and it wasn't necessarily sex, like you said, but it was right. that deep connection with physical touch. Absolutely. Sometimes mm -hmm. for me, what is super soothing is just feeling soothing, comforting is, and, and, and settling to my soul is just feeling your skin on my skin. And I'm not even talking about, you know, naked torsos and bodies i'm just talking like to feel your cheek against my cheek or to or to put my nose on your cheekbone or near your ear and to have you put your hand on me sometimes and and, and then just hold that right that is that is enough to ground me but also to connect with you and and um it's yeah the the all or nothing thing is super super but but Kobe, uh, back, for this. back to what you learned with Amy this week. Let's say Ashlyn doesn't want to to touch you at all. Uh -huh. Let's say let's say she's been working out all day and she's stinky and she like just feels gross and she doesn't want to get close to you. Mm -hmm. um, but she also, you know, went to your daughter's school and took care of them and and really really put her best foot forward for you for the family yeah can you see that she loved you that day yeah yeah and right? actually that's really interesting that you say that because because that's been part of the discussion is i i observed your love for me because you got up and you made lunch for the girls yeah and normally i do that but but you served me but you're also serving the girls in a really specific way i observed you loving us because you did the laundry and wash yeah, my underwear. The grimy whatever crap that we have. Me, me and Jenny call it the magic elf work. It's mm -hmm. it's like that stuff that you do as a as a spouse. Yeah. Or as you know, as a parent, that nobody knows that you do it. Yeah. But you have to do it anyways, and yeah. nobody's gonna say thank you, and nobody's gonna get like how how much anguish it caused you. You do it anyways, right? Right. And if you can start to see Ashlyn's magic elf work. You're going to start to see that she loves you a lot. For sure. Right? So the daily practice on this, which is super important no matter who you are in your relationship, the portray the addicted, no matter how early or how long you've been in recovery, is to have eyes to see the ways that your partner is demonstrating love for you. And not always in the ways that you, not always the ideal perfect ways. You know, you know what Brené Brown says? If, if you do that, Kobe... It's almost a selfish act because if, if, if you're generous with your thinking, if, if you believe that what she does is out of love, then how are you going to show up in your relationship? Out of love. You're going to show up in love. Yeah. You're going to, oh, that's, yeah, that's and, interesting. And, and you're going to feel good and you're going to just, but, but if you have eyes to see all the ways that she's rejecting you, mm -hmm. all the ways that she's resent, uh, all the ways that she's letting you down, how are you going to show up? With my eject button. Yeah, like he, uh, uh, he did that. I did do that, and and that started like what two, eighteen months ago, and then it showed up in August, and then it showed up again. Uh, it, it, it's it's 
uh, this is another one of those those um, really painful, uh, like sour but important gifts of recovery. <laughs> yeah, that comes because we're peeling back the layers. But it's a, it's a bitter pill, but it's the pill that I needed, and now it is an awakening for me to see love, true love. It's it's basic therapy. Change thoughts. It changes emotions. Because there is energy, like you said. Absolutely. That comes from me feeling rejected. It creates energy. It, There's also energy that I get knowing that you see, right? Absolutely. And not that you're just building walls and saying, you know, Well, me. think about it. Would she, would she rather <laughs> physically connect with you? I'm not talking about sex. Yeah, yeah. But, but sex also. Would she rather physically connect to you if you're resonating in like resentment and <laughs> how come you don't touch me and you're not giving me any love. That's the perfect turn on, right, Ashley? Right? I bet she, oh, she's just <laughs> dying to come hug you. Like, right? right? Or if you're resonating in gratitude for her, in acceptance of where she's at, in, 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 in peace for, for where she's at, like she's going to want to be close to you. Yeah. She's going to want you, right? What's the Beatles song? I don't know what. All we need is love. There you go. That's it. So look, look through a lens of love. That's it. Right. That's right. That is good. So, uh, guys, that's the challenge. Each day is to identify the ways and share with your partner the ways that you felt loved um, by your partner, directly or indirectly, and it will change how you feel, and it will change the energy that you have with your partner. See you guys.